greatest gift God has given this world is the precious gift of grace. Please understand that grace is not a teaching. Grace is a person, the person of Jesus Christ. John 1.17 says, For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Open your spirit and prepare to receive, through Bishop Herb Andrew, God's Word of Grace, which is building you up from the inside out, while positioning you to enjoy the inheritance Jesus paid for with His blood. This is your moment of grace. Hi, I'm Bishop Herb Andrew, and this is your moment of grace. Last week, we began talking about this tribe of Issachar, this tribe of Issachar who were so precious to the people of God because they were a people who literally understood the times. In other words, they were a people who knew and had understanding of what it is the people of God should do or should not be doing based upon the times or the seasons that they are in. That's very important because when you don't have a revelation of the times, you could find yourself doing good things, but doing it out of season. And when good things are done out of season, it produces negative results that oftentimes have many of us questioning the love of God, as well as questioning the faithfulness of our Heavenly Father. So it's so important. It is so important that we understand the times and the seasons that we're living in. And family, what I've discovered by revelation from the Holy Spirit is that we as believers, we are now living in what is called the seventh day. We live in the realm of the finished work. In other words, when you look at creation, when you look at it, you find that by the fifth day, five being the number of grace, by the fifth day, everything that man needed to enjoy life was created. Man then was created on the sixth day, and therefore he was created in the midst of a finished work, everything that God needed everything that man needed rather to enjoy life, everything that man needed to, to enjoy life in abundance, God put it in place before man himself was ever created. And then the Bible says that on that seventh day, on the seventh day, God rested. He rested because he was finished. He had completed the totality of his creation. Therefore, man's first full day on earth was literally the day. It was literally the seventh day, which is a day of rest. What are you saying? What I'm saying is this seventh day. It speaks of our original position of resting in that which God has already completed. I'm so excited about this because when you really begin to understand where we are, you begin to understand what God has done, you begin to understand that we are literally living our lives in a day of rest, in a day where we are to rest in the finished works of our Savior. Now understand, 
when we begin talking about or speaking in terms of rest, we're not talking about uh, inactivity. We're not talking about laying around and not doing anything. But rest, under this new covenant of grace, rest represents a position of confidence and trust in the finished work of Jesus Christ that is void of worry, that is void of fear, and that is void of stress. Think about it for a moment. What did Adam have to worry about? What did Adam have to fear? What did Adam have to stress over when God placed him in the Garden of Eden with all authority over his creation, with everything he needs already in place? Adam literally had no worries, he had no fear, and he operated with no stress. And that is where God wants us in this season of our life. He wants us to operate from a position of rest, a position where our confidence and our trust, it is not in what we can provide. It is not in what we can do. I understand that God has made us so, so wonderful. He, he, he has declared that we are fearfully and we are wonderfully made. And oftentimes that creates a problem for us because we begin to trust in the, the smarts or the education or the talents and the gifts that he has given unto us. We are to use those things, but God never intended for our confidence and our trust to be placed in those. No, in this season, we rest in the finished work of our Savior. Our trust and our confidence is in what he has done, and therefore, we can move forward with no worry. We can move forward with no fear, and we can move forward without stress overwhelming our lives. Just think about it for a moment. From the very beginning of, of creation, the creation account itself, it reveals to us as believers that by the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, he's already provided all that we'll ever need in life. Our responsibility in this season is simply to learn what has been provided and simply rest in that finished work. I know that sounds so simple, but the truth of the matter is Jesus himself declares it to us in Matthew's chapter number 11 and verse number 29. Listen to what he says. He says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. What Jesus is literally saying is that as we take his yoke and as we learn from him, we're actually learning how to do life from the seventh day perspective. We're actually learning how to do life from man's original position of resting in that which God himself has already completed. Listen to what he says again. He says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly of heart, and you will find rest for your souls. 
You know, the amazing thing about this is that when Jesus was speaking this, he was not speaking this to a bunch of heathens. He was speaking this to the religious community, the religious community that had become overwhelmed by the burden of law, by the yoke of law. And what Jesus was saying to them is if you would embrace me, not a religion, embrace me, not a system, but embrace me, the person, the son of the living God. If you would embrace me, if you would learn from me, what you'll find out is that I'm a lot different than what religion has portrayed. I'm not some mean God waiting to punish you, but I am gentle and lowly in heart. And I want to provide for you rest for your soul, for your mind, for your emotions, for your will, for your intellect. Jesus says, when you come to me, I provide all of this as a consequence of you being in relationship with the true and the living God. Listen, family, we must understand we're now literally living in the seventh day. The days of our entire life is actually one long day of rest. That's what I said. The days of our entire life. It is actually one long day of rest. What do you mean by that, Bishop? Well, look at the word of God in Second Peter chapter number three in verse number eight. The Bible talks about how a day with the Lord is as 1,000 years, and a 1,000 years with the Lord is as one day. And when you consider that, think about it. From creation to the great flood, that was 2,000 years. So from creation to the flood, Noah's flood, you remember, that's 2,000 years, which literally represents two days. And then from the flood to Jesus's birth, that was another 2,000 years. So that's a total of 4,000 years, which would give us four days from creation. From Jesus's death to the year of 2000, that's an additional 2,000 years. That totals now 6,000 years, which gives us six days from creation creation because a, a thousand years with the Lord is as one day and one day with the Lord is as 1000 years. And when you consider that from the day of creation to the beginning of the year of 2000, that literally marked 6000 years or six days and the new year day. New Year's Day in the year of 2000. It marked the end of the sixth day and the beginning of the seventh day. And that seventh day, that is the time, that is the season in which we now live. And the Bible teaches us that this seventh day, it speaks of our original posi position of resting in that which God has already completed in and through the finished work of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Our job 
in this season, our job, our responsibility is to learn what God has provided us, is to learn what God has already put in place. Our job is to learn what all comes in this wonderful package that we've received since we've received Jesus as our Savior. Our job is to learn what's been provided and then simply rest in that finished work. In other words, put all of your confidence, put all of your trust in what Jesus has done. A place that is void of worry, a place that is void of fear, a place that is void of stress. Sounds like to me that as believers, we, you and I, have returned to Eden. Because the truth of the matter is, before sin entered in, that was the place that Adam himself enjoyed. Listen, family, we're going we're gonna to talk about this. We're going to discuss this some more next week because there's so much more that I believe God wants you to know concerning the days of our life, the season in which we're living, this seventh day, this day of finished works and this day of completion. So I look forward to connecting with you next week, right here, same time, same place. Thank you for joining us. I'm Bishop Herb Andrew, and this has been your moment of grace. Be sure to follow us on our social media platforms by subscribing to our Beacon Light of Homer YouTube channel and following us on Beacon Light of Homer Facebook and Instagram pages. Join us for a life-changing word on Sundays at 9 a.m. and 6 p.m. for our Beacon Light of Homer worship experience or Wednesday on our Grace Reloaded Bible Study at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Bishop Herb would love to hear from you. Leave your comments and be sure to stay connected by subscribing to this Moment of Grace podcast. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, make sure you share it with your friends and loved ones. Remember, because of his awesome grace, our God is faithful to manifest every blessing and benefit Jesus has paid for through his finished work on the cross of Calvary. Our part is to believe, receive, and enjoy what has already been provided, motivated by his tremendous love. Until next time, this has been your moment of grace. Thank you for sharing on today.